When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Welcome to episode 153 of Brighton Rock. We are, we are back at the Gladstone. Yes. Me and Russ. And uh, randomly, we have Fee along with us as well. Hi, Fee. Hello. This is Peter's <laughs> other half, in case you're wondering who Fee is. It's not some random person. <laughs> we, uh, we're going to round up the week in which Albion lost a lot of Iranian followers on, uh, on Twitter. Got it. 18 but, billion of But them. somehow managed to gain a player taller than Dan Byrne, which is... Uh, Quite impressive, almost a miracle, and and coincidentally on a week where we have a dog sitting with us on the podcast, we also have a lot of players who have been dogged by injury oh. returning to training. So, uh, <laughs> have you been pleased to see uh, Tarek Lamptey and Solly March, Florian Andoni back in training on the photos on the website? Absolutely, I, I should say sit after those those <laughs> puns. They're terrible. As but I already am. So, yeah, yeah. You are indeed already sitting down. <laughs> the, sad, the sad thing is we've been coming, trying to come up with these puns for a while and Fia's been beating us quite easily at them <laughs> and actually getting far better ones, which is doesn't, doesn't reduce yeah. our ego at all, definitely. Yeah, we're, we're feeling very deflated now, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Despite um, the pints. We, we should say, yes, uh, the, the dog Duke is, is an absolute dear. He's with us tonight, your dog. What an absolute classic he is. He, he's missing you when you're going down to the bar <laughs> to get yet more drinks. I've got to say, what a sweetie! What a sweetie! He is. He's a he's a yeah. he's a very sweet dog, but he's not a big fan of football. He doesn't like loud noises, so uh, he'd be okay with Albion actually, because uh, <laughs> yes, for the Amex. <laughs> he's apparently. okay with people holding their heads and that sort of thing, <laughs> but he wouldn't be okay with people cheering goals. So he's probably okay with us. He's scared of water <laughs> hoses and stuff, though, isn't he? So I'm not yeah. sure when the Amex pitches get water. Yeah, he probably wants to stay in the stand at that yeah, point. Yeah, it might be a bit. And I'm not sure he's he's allowed in the Amex, but you know, we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think you should be after those puns, to be honest, but there we go. Anyway, yeah, I don't think you're in a position to comment on my puns. I'd like to say we've got a packed schedule tonight, Peter, but I'd be lying through As my As you can teeth. tell by the shit we've spoken <laughs> so far, we generally haven't, funny enough. Hopefully this is going to be shorter than normal, so you, you guys can actually commute in peace for a while. <laughs> we've got some news, but mainly rumour and made-up shit, and uh, general bollocks. So, Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Which is basically the same as normal. And we are, I think we've mentioned it, but we're in the Gladstone as usual. We're in possession of some summer days points, I believe. Drifting away. Oh, ah. Those summer nights. And it's been bloody raining as well. But luckily we're, we're in the, uh, the balcony terrace, but it's, enclo- it's, it's uh, 
covered. I think along with our radio follow, we've lost a listener following once you started singing. Yeah. No one tuned in for that. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody wants my singing, that's for sure. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's talk through some stuff, shall we? Um, first of all... <laughs> kind of what we're here for. <laughs> first of all, a bit of feedback from listeners. When I say listeners, I also mean regular contributors. Uh, Richard, who, of course, many of you will know from his contributions to the show, variously. Um, he's hoping to get in and do a pub one with us soon. He's only really done them on Zoom, hasn't he, so far? Unlike Andy Bravery, who came to one of our recent ones. Anyway, Richard said... Love the rant, absolutely brilliant, especially the stuff about Pretty Patel, but he didn't think we went far enough. He, th- he thinks um, she's deserving of far more scorn. Luckily, he's our lawyer as well, <laughs> our show lawyer. So. <laughs> yeah, so we could have gone on for hours about that, and it's, it's gone and on. And we did on. on Go For An Hour. It we, was, we did, actually. It was quite a long rant. Yeah. So let's not dwell on that. Let's talk about something happier. What, what could cheer us up in the pre-season when there's nothing actually happening Maybe some signings. Well, we're not, not even playing not, any friendlies at the moment. Much. No, not friendlies, but we have something was going on football-wise, wasn't there? Um, oh, what was it? The Renf game. That's right. The annual Renf game in in uh, honour of Robert Eaton, um, American-based British and Brighton fan um, who died tragically at the Trade Centre. Um, you know when when the uh, the Trade Centre issue occurred, and there's been for about twenty years now. Uh, a yearly Palace v Brighton match going on and loads of other charity events, quizzes, fundraisers of all sorts. If we failed one year in a quiz, haven't we? But really, yeah, exactly. But all we wanted to talk about really was the fact that of this game between the Palace fans and the Brighton fans, Palace didn't have any ringers this year, apparently. And guess what the score was, Peter? Well, you already know the score. Yeah, I, I, know know the score, guess. So. Um, I think it might have been 8-1. 8-1 to the Albion. Get it. Which, I mean, to be fair, both, all of our Get recent in. games would have been that score if it hadn't been for the fact that he <laughs> fluked it and we couldn't shoot. I mean, it's, it's XG realised, isn't it? Yeah. Finally, at last. <laughs> 8-1, apparently... Have they thought about signing a new players from that for the first team? Well, we might as well. Yeah. We might as well, yeah. And, then yeah. He, and there's a guy I think has got a hat-trick. I think we should definitely be looking at him. I mean, he is just mm. genuinely... I mean, it just seems an obvious thing. He, can, he knows how to shoot. Yeah. Um, hat tip Which to... Which puts above any, the rest of our strikers. Hat tip to Brett Mendoza, of course, who we've had on the show a couple of times. Landlord of the Caxton Arms, who I noted from listening to The uh, the Enemy on a couple of podcasts. Um, they've got Jim Daly, who presents the Five-Year Plan podcast, Alice, is a comedian. Same as you Kevin. You have to be for to get to Port Palace. Exactly. There's loads of them. Kevin Day, of course, who, who's been on this show. He's a regular on the Five-Year Plan podcast. And Jim Daly said... He did a couple of gigs down in Brighton that involved the Caxton Arms. Um, and that's because, of course, they know Brett from Ramp and everything else. Uh, apparently, lots of Palace material in there. I didn't go. Um, I would have gone, actually. It would have been quite fun. But, um, you know, who's laughing now? 8-1. We've won. We've beaten them. Thumbs up to to Brett, who I think is involved in some capacity in the... Yeah, I think he's... Uh, yeah, he's he was, was he coaching? Yeah, I think he was, eventually. yeah. He so maybe play. he should come and coach our strikers. <laughs> yeah, he should do, shouldn't he? So, anyway, thumbs up to him and thumbs up to whoever it was that scored the goals. 8-1 to the Albion. Get in. Can't Brilliant. argue with that. Brilliant. I think we're, I'm looking forward to that being repeated in September away from home. Yeah, absolutely. And, and well done to everyone that, that fundraises on that. Fund, yeah. Fundraises. It's, it's, a, it's always good to talk about things like, you know, it's like really real positive stuff. That, you know, obviously it was something so terrible that happened mm-hmm. to Robert Eason and so many people. In, but something you know, positive coming out of it that's such a, a good thing. And it also shows that you know, even though we're rivals with Palace, the good side of mm. football and 
the fact they raised so much for such you know great causes is such a you know it's a great yeah, thing. Yeah, I think, I think the running total overall is three hundred thousand. Which is amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, Working for charity myself, I kind of yeah appreciate when people yeah. do that sort of you know kind of put the effort in and kind of actually make such a difference. To, Especially when it's channeled yeah. particularly between two clubs, not yeah. a global oh well not national level appeal is it either so that's quite yeah. a lot of money for two clubs fans yeah, to have raised. and whatever to have raised yeah, and so. um, yeah I mean that's true and I, I read um, The Athletic that had an article recently which covered that which is, I'm, I'm glad they did because I think it's it's worthy and deserving of praise and coverage and in that um, I think it's the guy who runs the Palace side of things on the, f- the football front um, he was saying how 364 days of the year he hates the Albion one day of the year, you just put it to one side because it's for a greater cause. It's well, even after they've lost eight one. Yeah, yeah, maybe not, maybe not. But you know, it, it puts it to one side. It becomes just about just people, just just human beings, decent human beings coming together for a cause. And I love it when that happens. You know, you've got people that hate each other, as you said, three hundred sixty four days out of 365 but they can come together for that other day and it makes that other day all the more poignant so thumbs up to them brilliant right Albion news Peter let's go through it's not a huge amount of news it's mainly rumour and made up stuff and possible stability stuff but we start with the actual definites then yes so it's in yes Kiel Sherpen we actually have a signing who's taller than Dan Byrne don't be ridiculous. That's impossible, isn't it? I know. Who knew it was possible? <laughs> yeah. Um, but we have, we have a goalkeeper with the opposite problem of uh, Matty Ryan, that he can't get down and stop shots on the floor rather than, <laughs> rather than he can't get up and kind of tip them into the, into the top corner. Yeah, he's only 21, isn't he, I think? He is, um, yeah. Ajax graduate. Yeah. He didn't have, apparently he had a pretty, not a great game against Roma in, in the Europa League that didn't quite work out for him, which is why he, you know, he kind of, maybe they didn't keep him on. But, I mean, to be honest, it, you told me that we're taking on Ajax non-first team or whatever that sort of thing at one point then I'm quite happy with that it doesn't sound like it's a huge amount of money yeah so, um, so yeah it doesn't seem doesn't seem like loads and yeah I'm it, it, we needed someone else to be honest I'm hopeful he, it's, there's rumours of him going on loan but I'm hopeful he'll stay and will be second choice and or someone else will be because I don't think Walton and Steele mm. are the Ideal backups, personally. I don't know about you, but no, I, I agree. I would like to see the new guy and Steele be yeah. the, the, the backups and Walton to go on one more loan. I think. I think we need to see him just over one more season before we make a decision. Yeah, I, th- I, I think he'll probably go permanent. But I think he's extended his contract. I'm inclined to, to think he won't make yeah. it with the Albion. I, I think he'll be going permanently now. Mm. To be honest, yeah. it's interesting because you know, the irony is last summer he would have probably been given a chance behind Ryan yeah. if it hadn't been for his injury. Yes, that's right, And yeah. Sanchez was set to go out on loan for the sound of it. Yeah. It's only because Walton got injured in pre-season hmm. that Sanchez, you know, kind of got stayed at the club and obviously was there to then... You know, it's, it's, an, it's amazing how our season turns out. In, you know, this time last year, yeah. Robert Sanchez probably thought he was going to go out on loan to a championship team and he ended the season going, playing for, uh, being in the Spanish squad for the Euros. Yeah, the only, the only other and thing... And frankly, he'll be number one pretty soon if it isn't for... Because, you know, Simon is terrible. I think the only other thing is Sherpen... There's, there's rumours that he might go back out on loan. Yeah. So if that happens, do we then get another goalkeeper? I'd hope we get another goalkeeper. I worry mm. the difference. If Sanchez got a long-term injury, either Steele or Walton being first choice, I would... For, you know, I don't mind it for a game or two if Sanchez got sent off or something like that, but mm. for... You know, Sanchez got injured on the 2nd of September and was out till January the 1st. 
Mm. I would I would worry about having a go- either of them in goal for four months. Right, let's talk about Brighton England International, shall we? Because we can't talk about it very often. Let's do it now. Ben White, who didn't get to feature in the Euros, but apparently he contributed well behind the scenes. It's an experience. He's had a, a substitute appearance and a full debut for England. He's not going to have many games for the Albion before moving on by the sounds of it. I think any is the word you're looking for. Well, yeah, yeah. Any more games, any more games. Yeah, what's the latest on that, Peter, do you think? So we're hearing rumours abound. I I mean, it seems pretty strong rumours, doesn't it? As I understand it, 50 million with no add-ons, but with a sell-on thing. Yeah, or or with some add-ons. The clear thing seems to be, or whatever the spread of the payments is, that we're getting 50 million quid, definitely. I mean, and that is... I mean, you look at that our record sales. I mean, it's obscene, isn't it? That really, probably equals everything that's ever gone yeah. before, isn't it? I think it? it goes back to about 2008. Someone said or something like that. It kind of, you know, in terms of overall transfer fees, we've received. So you've got about 10 million for a Joa, mm. 8 million for a Joa, something like that, and then 10 million yeah. for Knockart, yeah. and that's so we've we've got quite a lot of money over the years. But yeah, recently, but yeah, certainly, I don't think it goes much more than our overall history because you look back to. You know, for I mean, Mark Lawrenson at 900k, and he was an exceptional player, was our record for a long time in terms of sales. Yeah, and I think it's it's, it's a sign of things to come. I think as well because I I don't think this is going to happen in isolation. Yeah. Regardless of whatever happens with Pesuma, I think there's going to be <laughs> other players on and on and on. Well, I think there's already two others who will be competing with him as well. I mean, I think Sanchez can be the most expensive of the lot personally. Yeah. Sanchez, his Lampty, obviously as well. Expanded exponentially. Lampty definitely. And um, I wouldn't be surprised at some point if Webster had a good season. If he was going like, to say that, big yeah. money for yeah. him. Waypoo like, sounds quite exciting. You know, he can. Trossard's not that old. Trossard could easily, yeah. If he, had a, if, he t- if he started being more consistent, he could be. Yeah. So I mean, there's, there's going to be. I mean, pretty soon the sort of fees that we were talking about, like the eight ten million, or whatever that we got for one or two players that seemed huge, mm. are going to be pretty low down on our record transfer. The scales have, have really expanded yeah. here, haven't they? In what we used to in in the field that we used to have to grapple in and try and work our way through. Yeah, and I, and I think and that the long term basis of the club will be that they have one sale like this every summer. Yeah. So you could argue, probably, I, I think increasingly, I think Basuma is going to stay. I think there's more and more stuff on the club's Twitter feed. If they're not re-signing him, then they're really kind of trolling fans for some unknown reason. Yes. Because they they are it's literally been a kind lot of, of stuff. yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There was some sort of like signing th- uh, uh, symbol next to one of their posts about Basuma the other day as well. There yeah. was there's been all sorts of stuff. If they're not re-signing him on a new contract, then it's. I think it's almost certain yeah. that he's already signed yeah. and they're just playing around exactly. with the timings. All the rumours, possibly playing with Ben White going. And I, yeah. I, I, you know, I really, I've only seen Ben White at Oxford in a, in a game. I didn't see any games last season. I saw him at Oxford in, when we were first, he first kind of came in when we, were, when we were in Championship still. Did I mention I was at the City yeah, game? Funny that, yeah, funny <laughs> um, You've not mentioned that at all, no. No, no, no. Uh, but I, and I would really like to see him, but I think of all the players, the key players that we could have sold out, like Sanchez, him, Lamptey, Bissouma, he was the one who's the most, cha- you know, the one who could easily replace in Taos. Yeah. I genuinely think if we can keep Lamptey fit, Vint Veltman will move in to White's mm. position and argue it's a better player, I think, yeah. at the moment. Short term, I think, he's a better player. Oh, cool. He was superb last season when he was played at right wing back. The fact that he would then have gone to being back on the bench because, mm. White, because White was centre back and then Lamptey came back in was ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. He's been fantastic for us. And of course, the other thing that's probably not a great measure of whether someone's going to stay or not is the kits so we had the new away kit we'll talk about that in a second Bissouma was one of the people modelling the kit although so was so White was as well yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't think so that's, that in itself I don't, I don't regard you, that as yeah. a 
and also Elliot Bennett. Of course, he was yeah. he was the flagship. Why was he? Why was he modelling the, the, the new kit? Not the new, not the one now. When we moved into the annex, there was the huge billboards outside the stadium, wasn't there? The huge yeah. thing, and you know, he ended up moving. Um, I think with the with the away with with the kits, I don't think yeah, you can't read anything into it player wise. However, the away kit itself, mint imperial, some are calling it. What do you think about it? I quite like it. I think. I think it might be one that kind of grows on yeah. grows on me. I think I saw it on TV initially on the um, on TV on the internet, and it was a bit like it's not I'm not that impressed by it. But I think it's one of those when it's live, maybe it'll be a bit more. It's different. I think which is a way it's like if it's, I get a bit bored of wearing the same kit, you know, kind of you wear a lot of similar sort of kits. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. At least it won't clash with anyone else, probably. No, probably not. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's been generally well received. I yeah. think I quite like it as well. And it I'll depends on how live, things grow on yeah. you. Does it grow on you like a beautiful sprawling plant or like mould? Yeah, that's going to be the question, isn't it? Is it dank or is it... <laughs> this is refer- reference to an off-air conversation so, about a-, a beer being described as dank, which we, we think might not actually be the best, the best wording. Word. Anyway, Going back to what we were talking about, Ben White, 50, would you take £50 million for him? Yeah, I think, I think that's a good deal. I think that's one of those deals where, for once, it's, it's good all round good for the player because he's moving quite early into his career yes he's 23 but he's only had one year in Premier League level and one England camp and now boom he's, he's moving on to Arsenal which whatever you, you might say scornfully about their current status they are a big club yeah. they are the third biggest club in the country in my opinion and with signings like White they should be aspirational they've also got a good chance this year because they're not involved in Europe which will give them actually a good chance of doing well in Premier League Uh, and a lot of their players are getting a proper rest without having a dig Mm. they're not involved in England so you know so that's uh, but you look at also the players they're bringing through look at what Saka did at the the Euros look at Smith Rowe that sort of thing I think he'll he'll do well there yeah I agree with you Saka it'll be a making of him actually that penalty miss it adds mental strength to what he's already got which is a lot of ability and, and ability yeah um, I would definitely take it. I think White will be happy with the deal. He apparently he's been quoted as saying he would be he wants the move. That's not to say he's agitating for a move. Mm. He's happy to stay, but he wants the move. So that's gonna be a good signing on fee. He's twenty three years old, it's there's a lot of years ahead. I think it works for him. For the Albion, fifty million plus whatever else it might be, even just fifty million, I think that's a good deal for us. For Arsenal it's a lot of money. A lot of fans will say, oh, he's, he's Ben White. We shouldn't be spending that much on a rookie, whatever they want to say. For the fans that say that, you're idiots and you don't deserve him. But most Arsenal fans, I think, who are of a discerning nature, would know that's a really good player in the making. He's got lots of growth potential. Mm. He will be worth more than £50 million. I think I think what maybe some Arsenal fans might think is that they could have got Basuma for that money and I would rather have Basuma for that money than, than Ben White. Yeah, it's one of the reasons yeah. I'm very happy to take that money yes, for Ben White yeah. because in terms of importance to our team, yeah. Basuma is so and much I, more I vital to that team. I don't think we're going to sell both. I think we're going to make one big no, sell I think it's in ev- it, it, Yeah, oh, and yeah. I think that'll probably be it. I think, so I think if you start doing that, you end up with Lampton, you get ready. It might be two one year because Sanchez and Lampton both develop so much or something like that. But it will be like at our own terms. It will take a lot of money to do that. Yeah, Tony's a tough negotiator. Yeah, same as Daniel Levy. Same, same as all the rest. You know, he's not gonna, he's not gonna suffer fools gladly. And, and Arsenal, Arsenal wanted. Yeah, we said I think from the sound of it, this sort of money all along. Arsenal kept pissing around, mm. and eventually we, they agreed to pay us this sort of money. You know. And your point you've made in the past, Peter, as well, is about encouragement for players to join us uh, based on prospects yeah. and potential. 
this is a, 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 the epitome of it, isn't it? Yeah, mm. and I think if you keep blocking players from doing moving on, mm. then players will go, well, why are they going to Brighton? They're going to keep like, saying, no, if I sign a four-year contract here, they will make me stay till like the last mm. minute of my contract, whatever. whereas actually, yeah. Yeah, if, Tony if, Bloom won't stand in the way of people, but he will demand yeah. the right point. And similarly, Price. if we say Perfect. to a young player, you can go out and loan, you keep developing, mm. we can show them Ben White system. You know, it's like, yes, he, yes, you might not want to go to League Two, but he went to League Two, yes, then he went to League right. One, that's then right, he went yeah. to the Championship, and now he look at him now. You know, he had one year with us, mm. and now he's, you know, he's, you know, very good value. And, if you and we can show that to a young player who looks very exciting coming through. Yeah. And, and even if you don't make it, you could be a Gukaris who's just gone to yeah, call, exactly. call on a permanent. Um, that's not a bad deal, is it? No, you exactly. Know, if you're not quite able to make it, and also it with if you, the if you then do else. improve, you've got a good chance to get a Premier League. It's like it, it, we we are a. I think we're genuinely a pretty good prospect. We're not quite. Obviously, London is a very big attraction to a lot of players, but mm. Brighton's not far off. I don't think. In terms and I think of it's that. growing and growing and growing. Our reputation in the media, yeah. amongst pundits, amongst scouts, amongst other directors of football, uh, owners, chairman, CEOs of clubs. I think across the board. Our reputation is growing bit by bit. We won't see that because, yeah. you know, that's behind the scenes. But I'm pretty sure that is what's happening. And I, I'm pretty happy with that, just as I am quite happy with the away kit. So there we go. So White will probably leave. We don't know yet. Basuma will probably stay. We don't know yet. The away kit will probably be popular. We don't know yeah. yet. That so, sums that up so far. Yeah, so if, if I think if Basuma stays, it really gives us the kind of the, the four crucial kind of players, I'd say. That we're not going to, that's going to pretty much play every game. So you're, I would say that you gives you Sanchez, Webster, Dunk, yep. Zuma. That's yep. your four key players. Now around them, we could play four at the back sometimes, and with fullbacks, we could play five at the back with Veltman and extra one. We could play five at the back with an extra new signing or with Burn or something like that in the extra in the third. Yep. Lamptey won't play every game because of his injuries, so there could be Veltman at right wing back or a new yep. player like this. Yeah. March, I think we'll split the, the left wing back with a new player, so, you know, who will be signed, or burn at left wing, left back possibly. The front three, I think, will interchange quite a lot. Or their trust side possibly with most. Mm. So the, the, the mid and then midfield alongside, presumably, will be Alan Wepu or Lalana or or Moda yeah. or Grosh. There'll or the be a lot of changes. Guy, maybe even. Well, I think he's top end going alone, probably. but yeah, yeah, as it's that if he does, mm. yeah. Speaking um, of rumours so or things that aren't. I was going to say that those are the four though that I would say would be the the core of that team down the centre or whatever. So Sanchez, yeah. Webster, Dunk and, and Pesuma. And that's a really strong core to build around. Mm. And then a lot other players are maybe more interchangeable. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, speaking of rumours, Nat, Phillip, Nat Phillips from Liverpool apparently is available for the right price. We are one of the clubs linked with him. We're, it's not a position we were thinking of filling, even, even if White left. And yet there seems to be a lot of rumours going around here. Does, it does make you wonder, smoke and fire and all that. Well, it seems to be have been confirmed by various sources, including mm. the, the um, Athletic and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's the Athletic, it's the Argus, it's people who know this. Kind of, yeah, they're not going to say stuff willy nilly. It's not just you know Bob Bob whatever from Twitter. Yeah, it's it's proper sources. It's interesting because we're linked with him. We're linked with the right wing back from Chelsea, Livramento. Liver, oh yeah, and we're linked with, sounds good. And we're linked it? with uh, our friend who we barely pronounced last week, Chicharella. <laughs> so if they all sign all three of those, they've got a very big defensive pool and. You can only think that the youngsters are either going to go permanently or go out on loan. Again, it's the flexibility. So, Chicharella, if you do sign him, he can go further forward. Can you yeah. his name and how he pronounced it? Or? I reckon it's Chicharella. I think also his March can go further forward as well. Obviously, March becomes an option yes. in front three, yeah, yeah. which he wasn't last season because yeah. he had to play left wing back. Yeah. 
Um, but it's, yeah, I, I think it's a kind of flexibility yeah. scenario that you would imagine Graham I, Potter would. And I do think we want more centre backs because I think we with three. I mean, technically, you want two per position. If we're going to play three permanently. So you want at least five. You want five at least, if yeah. not possibly six. Yeah, and yes, you can have like, a youth player as one of those. Yeah. But that's that's maybe, so maybe the that's sixth what, one, where isn't it, it is. Yeah, especially yeah. if like they might want Veltman at right wing back mm. as well, or if they accept yeah. that Lamptey may not be able to play every game, yeah. and that may be why they're trying to sign this Tino Livermonte because yeah. uh, you know he seems like the next prospect at Chelsea. Yeah. This right, if he's half as good as Lamptey, frankly, mm. we should be like going all out to sign him. Yeah, I mean Clark's, Clark's gone on loan to West Brom. I don't, I'm not sure if he'll make it with us. I think the Hayden, hope is that he'll go to West Brom, and West Brom will then pay the sort of fee we are looking for yeah, so th- with the Premier so. League money I, so. I would yeah. say probably that they'll want to kind of like they'll hope he goes we're looking at maybe Osegaard to still make it I think we're looking at Hayden Roberts yeah uh, who's, Van Heck the, ch- Van the Van Hecker, Dutch guy yeah. uh, Den Donker well. we've got so many centre halves the yeah. longer term we've got the uh, Belgian Songwee or something name is who was on the BBC yes. over the Euros and, yes oh well wow. you know, yeah. he looked good didn't yeah, he yeah so we've got we've got so many I mean we've never had a problem producing centre halves yeah <laughs> Quick word, you've already alluded to it. Uh, Kill Schirpen, um, Dan Byrne plus one. <laughs> Six foot eight. Um, so back up. Uh, but do we know anything about him? Uh, apart from the fact okay. he's 21 yeah, years old. He had a, apparently he had a chance that Ajax didn't do so well when he did it initially. But, I mean, Ajax are obviously a lot better than us. So, yeah. I have... I mean, I... If I'm hoping Ben Roberts has been involved in this and has seen videos of him, because Ben Roberts seems like a very good judge of character and a very good judge of mm. who play, are players, and he's been a fantastic goalkeeping coach with him. And I also hope that when Ben Roberts works with him, he'll improve a lot because they all seem to. He is a. Bit, and I, I actually think since our last show that. Uh, has Matty Ryan left permanently since our last show? What do you. Do we, we mention yeah, that? Yeah, I think we mentioned Matty we mentioned Ryan. Matthew Ryan. If we haven't, Matty Ryan's yeah. gone to yeah. confirmed. I wonder if it was like almost certain last week before we actually, when we were talking, but there wasn't actually confirmed, possibly. Yeah, it might have been. Like, yeah. But yeah, I, good luck, Matty Ryan. He was yeah. like a great... I mean, I, I don't listen back to the podcast yeah. because, you know, it's torture enough, It's isn't all it? embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think you might be right. I yeah, think I think he might have signed later in the week. But board. yeah, thanks, Matty Ryan. And uh, the various players who, you know, Davy Proper... Who, yeah, yeah, here's to you yeah. guys. Here's to you guys. Bernardo, who had a good, you know, good moments for us, including yeah. the clearance for uh, Andone's goal against Palace. Oh yes, uh, yeah. I mean, these know. guys. Shane Duffy potentially will let's go. Let's not forget them. It's easy yeah. to do, isn't it? Even Bernardo. I mean, you've you mentioned. Uh, obviously, you've mentioned uh, proper before. You're quite an advocate of him, and Ryan, as of course. But yeah, even Bernardo, he's had his moments. Yeah, he's one I always felt that should have done better more. Actually, could have done mm. if given more chances. But yeah, if, I was quite sad to see him go. But let's talk about something which is another subject which has come up about two weeks ago, and I don't think we've mentioned it. In fact, it's it's a multi-subject beards. Peter, you've, you've, you're sporting a sort of like a growth thing. I don't know if it's a, a beard or what it's it is. Basically, it's kind of like, yeah, it's just my kind of. Couldn't be bothered to shave something. No, well, it's kind of like my two by week and a, a bit of yeah, a week stubble. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you find it itchy? After two weeks, which is why I tend to shave it, and then it comes out back down again. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, two things on beards. First of all, Graham Potter has been growing a beard. Well, I think. We, what do you think? I think there's one person we should ask on our thoughts on the beard. It's like the one. Uh, yes. Well, this is where we bring in your your lovely fiance Fiona, known also as Fee. Fee, your your thoughts on Graham Potter's beard? It's very fetching. Fetching, <laughs> fetching, fetching. I don't know. I've I've got the impression. She's our beard expert now. Sure, yeah, beard not. expert. <laughs> Do you like Peter's beard? Just to ask that as well. It's more of a stubble than a beard. Stubble, yeah. It's kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's closely... Co- is it like the Simpsons? Homer Simpson, he shaves it, it comes back to the same slightly growthy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 
I think so too as well. I, I've got the impression that Graham Potter's beard may house certain bird life. That's <laughs> like my twigs, worries. sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I'm not convinced. Maybe it needs more time. We win our first Let's five games with the beard. I, I, he, he can't don't shave, he, basically. Don't shave it. Don't shave it, Graham. Five <laughs> but wins But we lose in a row. our first game. It's like get rid of the beard. <laughs> yeah, but I reckon it needs time. It needs longevity. It needs to settle itself into a certain shape and style. I think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Fiona's swooning here. I reckon she likes Graham Potter. My missus said that Graham, Graham Potter was ugly. Unbelievable. After that's a bit harsh. I mean, you know, she married me. I don't think I'm a looker compared. Yes, well, there we go. He does wear nice clothes. Yeah, she did literally comment on the fact that he was wearing a very... As compared to, like, his kind of, like, pretty shabby kind of, like, trek suit and that sort of thing. Yeah, Nanorax. He was, like, wearing a a very nice coat at one point over the season. (laughs) Well, Sophie's seen a lot more of the games over the last year than she would have hoped to. Yeah, I I feel you've been spending too much time staring at beards, Fiona. Mm. A bit suspicious. Anyway, speaking of beards, Mark Beard, lovely segue. Did you like that one? Uh, I planned this. Yeah, I definitely didn't know it before. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we we might have mentioned his impending departure. He's part of the youth setup. He's moved to Stockport, where of course Simon Rusk is now the manager, our former under twenty threes guy. And do you know who these, his assistant is? He drinks pints of whiskey. Oh, of course it's it is, but like, isn't it? Yeah. So there's three Albion, ex-Albion guys now in the setup there. Mark Beard, as I understand it, is part of the the general setup. I don't know if he's going to have a slant towards the youth, but he has confirmed what we, I think we were rumoured to yeah. hear. And I, well, I, I don't think it was confirmed at the time. We may not have I remember it. seeing some sort of like Stockport have signed is it Barrow's top scorer this week yes. like that as yeah. well. Yeah, they they're, obviously, they're obviously this giving a, it a real go. This is a really ambitious club. Seriously, yeah. if you're putting your money on, t- on someone to win the National League Prem, they've got a lot of money behind them. I was going to put my money on Kings Lynn's ambition. Kings Lynn? <laughs> Bless your cotton socks, sir. <laughs> oh, sorry, I meant Barnet. Oh, yes, Come of course. On, Barnet. You're, you're Barnet boys. Barnet for about 10 players this summer. They're probably yeah. all useless, but they've signed 10 players. Let's fly through some more Albion news. Carl Rushworth, of course, was on loan in the past at Worthing. He's got a new uh, loan deal to Warsaw, who I think are League One. Two. League Two. Or the Polish Premier League, depending on how you listen. (laughs) Um, Yes, Carl Rushworth is on a season-long loan to Warsaw in League Two. Um, Dean... decent, decent deal for him I think yeah absolutely, absolutely. But I think goalkeepers you have to develop a bit slower because people are less trusting of young goalkeepers yeah. so I think that he'll yeah again we talked about Sanchez and his loan deals well Sanchez was in loan in League 2 or League that? 1 about a year and a half well, ago well, so. didn't it? England, yeah. uh, not the England squad the Spain squad wish it was England squad yeah he would have got further sort of yeah um, speaking of Worthing as we did briefly there with Carl Rossworth's previous loan another good segue Where there he made I'm an sure amazing save for Marvel, yeah uh, Dean Cox, erstwhile Albion guy. Worthing through. fans can now all sing, we've got Tiny Cox. We've got Tiny Cox or Five Foot Cox, as we intermittently change between them we, with the Albion. He's joined them. That's a good signing. He's, do you know how old he is? 102. No, he's 33. He's only 33. Yeah, he was quite young when he came through at the yeah, Albion. I couldn't believe that. I thought fair play to him. Um, Worthing, we've, we've had the guys on from Worthing a couple of times. Up the Rebels and all that jazz. Um looking for the best I think I think I think it's going to be great um, yeah I'm, I'm going to have whatever Peter's having if you're getting them in Fiona <laughs> I'll, have a yeah. he- I'll have a Hepcat yeah yeah, yeah Hepcat let's do a Hepcat yeah why not um, I, yeah it's a great club lovely fans lovely people lovely club 
well run, good owner. And Dean Cox is at an age where I think we've had them on a podcast a couple of times as well. It's like kind of Who, Dean Cox? Worth, no, Worthing, <laughs> Worthing Group, haven't we? We so. have, we have. Good lads, and and we had Hinch uh, obviously yeah, on one point. We, we have, we have to get him back on, Adam Hinch. We're good lads. Asking what he thinks of Dean Cox. Yeah, well, exactly. They played together obviously at the Albion, yeah, so I mean, that's always their strong connection. It's there. obvious how, how that's come about. But I reckon, all jokes aside, that's a good signing. He was at Eastbourne Borough for yeah. two or three years. I think three, um, I think I was saying, yeah. I think he was at Whitehawk, wasn't he, before that as well? Did he score a ridiculous goal in a friendly or something recently for Eastbourne? He did, he did yeah. yeah I saw like that. the halfway line. Yes, very, very good goal. Worthing, are, we talked about Stockport, down the scale slightly, but Worthing are similarly Yeah, they've, similarly you, you feel it's their time this year now. They've, they've had two years where they've been top, well, obviously if, one after not very long and one after quite a long time in the league. If anyone and, deserves yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it'll hell. be a travesty if they third year they miss out and... I mean, they deserve to. Hopefully, they can they can do it again because they thoroughly deserve it. It's not a Brighton bias or a connect on that, but they literally were top after like thirty or so games mm. first season. We got cancelled about after about ten games or so. I think we had yeah. games in hand as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'd be really supporting Worthing, especially as they yeah they're pretty good guys there as well. Who we were mm. chatting to on the podcast at one point. So. Definitely think there's a, yeah. a beery trip. Sorry, a football trip uh, down to Worthing at some point. What do you think? I, yeah, obviously I won't be drinking. Of course not, yes. Cheers, cheers, Peter. Enjoying your uh, lemonade. <clears throat> yes, fruity drink of some sort. That's where all the drinks, that's where yes. the jokes came from. <laughs> um, my lemonade ruined my jokes. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, one more subject to go before we get to the break, which is uh, on the loans and acquisitions and movements. Somebody was you sound like a financial bank or something. I know, Acquisitions, yeah, yeah, loans. Well, you know. Somebody we signed a while ago who's gone under the radar because he's been on loan permanently since we signed him. He's got one year left on his contract. His name is Billy Arce. Yes, it's really Billy Arce. I was on a train with the gent, Raymond, where he continuously couldn't hear what I was saying and I had to shout Arce really loudly on a crowded train down to Brighton. On the way to the fans forum, actually, a couple of summers ago. Thank you, Raymond, for that. I'll be indebted to you forever. Anyway, Billy Arce... Ecuadorian, under 20-something whatever's international. He's been on loan here in Ecuador. He had a drink drive charge, was it, I think, at some point. He's gone under the radar for a while, but he's popped back up again. What's happened now is he's been involved in another car accident. Now, apparently what happened was he's broken his arm in three places, which is pretty nasty. He was tested for alcohol. It was negative, so fair play. He's not drink driving, good. He made a big point about mentioning that he'd been tested and found negative, which makes you wonder why he so protested so much. Maybe he's just so not much. very good at driving. He could just not be good at driving. Maybe he needs some lessons. He could do. I know, I, some, I know someone who could uh, <laughs> provide... If he, if he moves to London, he got somebody who could like, provide him some lessons wow, for us. I'm not sure about that, Peter. <laughs> um, but to get the gossip, it would be interesting, wouldn't it? Um, anyway, I, I'm wondering if his time's running out. Uh, I mean, he's he's basically older than Casido by a couple of years. Yeah, and he's nowhere he's, near the level of only, only only a year left on his contract. And, and some people downstairs really agree with this comment as well. Absolutely, the cheering from downstairs, which has nothing to do with the music event. That's yeah, it's up. just down they to our comments. They just purely agree with us. Yeah, yeah. So they often applaud like that. What do you reckon with someone like him? We've got no no real yeah, input, have we? It's always. An, I think we're just. We're all, sometimes we sometimes just cover the, the the area, you know. We kind of like throw the dice and give it a go, and it may well not work with Percy Tell, for example, now as well. But it may we may make a profit from him from Belgium, and you know it's kind of like 
we have to accept that, you know, even to the degree of... There was a, a piece I read on from We Are Brighton earlier in the week about the signings we made in the second summer in Premier League. Mm. And it was about the fact that we made a lot and they weren't very good and generally. But it also then said that we made a signing of Basuma, obviously 15 million, and we'd said uh, 62 million total. We may well make up of most of that from Basuma in the end. Mm. And also we signed Dan Byrne for three and a half million, who has been a fantastic signing. We signed Butler and Steele, who have opened decent reserves. And, but also a lot of the players have gone for, for not very much, like Bernardo and you know, players like Jahan Batch now. Although there's rumours of five and a half million for Jahan Batch, which would be a lot of money for us, even, even now. Yeah. But it was interesting, you know, it's kind of like, on the one hand, it's like that was had a really bad summer, but on the other hand, it's like Basuma will probably blitz all of that, maybe certainly kind of make up most of that money. Yeah. So I think Basuma will stay. All the vibes. Oh, yeah, eventually, I meant rather than necessarily then, now. Yeah, I think he'll, he'll just grow in quality money and then, then, then we move on. Pleasure. Excellent. Brilliant. Yeah, and I, th- and I, and I think it, next summer will be a good one if he does stay. I hope they renew his contract um, yeah. and with a promise that next summer, if he carries on like this and someone matches our offer, we, he goes. And then we, and then you have another year. You have a year of Mwepu who's you know played his first year in English football, which and as we know from Basuma, he wasn't the player he is now immediately. He for a year and a half he was pretty inconsistent, yeah. and then it took him to almost lockdown to where he actually became the player he is yeah, now. Yeah, people will, will yeah will become the players yeah. they. Yeah, you know, eventually their, their their peak level over time. And yeah. some of them will be straight away. Some of them will they'll move away, come back. Some of them will move away and never yeah. come back. Some of them will grow with the club you, and then move on. But I think since Potter's been here, I think we've really done pretty well because generally we've signed the first time we signed Webster, who mm. yes, also it seemed a lot of money at the time has been fantastic. He, he's still frankly. underrated, isn't he? Yeah. By Albion, fans. but I think he's been fantastic in the last. Don't like, you think Albion so. fans themselves? Yeah. Before his injury this year, he was our best player. I thought he was up there for player of the season this year until yeah. he got injured, and he wasn't quite the same afterwards. But that was because he was un- he wasn't quite fit. Mope, for all the fact that he gets abuse, scored ten- eighteen goals in two years. That's t- I mean, most players don't score. There are not many players who get double figure Premier League. Yeah. Pretty good, I mean, decent he, record. He's, he's, all all, the, all yeah. the fans of other clubs I've chatted to here in London, they. They really rate him. Yeah, straight true. away they exactly. rate him. He's, Tro- he's going to go from strength to strength. Trossard, inconsistent. But if he wasn't inconsistent, he wouldn't play for us. Exactly. But he, on his day, when when he plays well, we play well and we score goals because he makes the chances. He's you know yeah. he takes the chances. Fantastic player, I think, genuinely, and well worth the money we spent. And then Moy, obviously, we made a profit on. But then also in the winter we signed Lamptey, who obviously looks ridiculously good for his money. Yeah. We brought back McAllister, who's improved significantly. And then last summer we signed like Lalana and, Wet- and, Wet- and Welbeck, probably on quite a big wage, but free transfers. They've both been, I think, really good generally. Um, Feltman, the most incredible signing value for money wise, I think in Premier League we've signed so far. Oh, yeah. I mean, less than a million quid. Ridiculous amount of money. Moda looks already like he's well worth the seven million of that. Six million we pay for him. Kabovnik will be Kabovnik good. Kabovnik will be over time. Yeah, be good. Casado sounds like an amazing. You know, we since Potter's been here, we've made some really exceptional signings. It's so exciting, isn't it? It's brilliant. I absolutely love. Quick question on Webster though. Um, I think he's been a bit overlooked. How old is he? Do we know? Is 26, he... 27 something yeah. like that. Has he got potential to get into the England squad because of his age? I think he should do. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's been exceptional. Take out the injuries, which took him out for two, a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. The first six months, he had a bit of a nervy time around Christmas, where yeah. he had made one. That Sheffield United game was a bit of a nightmare at home, and then he kind of lost his way for a month or so. But after yeah. that, he's been brilliant. And West Sussex boy as well. Yeah, from Chichester, I right? think he's been fantastic. Hmm. And yeah. obviously, you know, for eighteen million quid, you probably want that at centre half. But I think he's been well worth it. Hmm. Yeah. 
Well, Peter, um, we said it on the last podcast, I'm going to say it again. It's time to expel some urine. So we're going to have to have a break at this point. Don't hold your head in your hands. Um, it's not so Just bad. one hand. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that, that sums it up for the first half, doesn't it? We've got a few more bits what, to talk about. Expelling urine expands on the first <laughs> half. <laughs> we've, we've definitely been taking the piss. Um, in the second part, there's a few more bits. Uh, some rumours. Some, some rumors Albion rumours that we can pull out, yeah. A couple more minor bits of news. Duke gives his thoughts on the Albion season. Absolutely, if, if, if he does pipe up. He's very shy, isn't he, your dog? Um, we've got to talk about the women's game as well. There's a few bits to talk about on, yeah. in that regard. And the Olympics start this week. The Olympics start this week. And um, right. any other crap that we can think of. So, yeah, we'll come back with that in part two. Right, we're back with part two. I'm on the Ballers, which is a perfect name for a football podcast, isn't it? Ballers. Uh, we've got a few of those in the Albion yeah. team, haven't we, Peter? Yeah, we have. Yeah, I'm on a, I had a half-time huddle, so... Uh... <laughs> You're on the huddle now. Yeah. yeah. We've got a Polish singer-songwriter, oh, not singer-songwriter, but a, a singer? um, acoustic singer type of character downstairs. Pretty good. Loving She's it. She's not on the podcast. She's not. You might be able to hear her. We'll just pause for a second. And if you can't, it's just silence just on the radio. Amy Winehouse stuff. Brilliant. Anyway, there we go. So... Peter, we were talking about various things before. Just a quick word on uh, Albion transfer rumours to start. Yeah, part so two. there's been a lot of kind of discussion around various positions. A lot of it actually is interestingly more defensive rather than attacking, which is interesting considering what I think we need. I, I would say, assuming that Sherpin doesn't go out on loan, I think we're okay in goal. I think we're okay in midfield. Assuming Basuma does sign a contract that supposedly he will. Yeah. The Brighton. The Brighton. Brighton social media team are going to get a lot of stick if he does go now rather than signing a new contract because yeah. they've been given massive hints so assuming they've, that those things are true um, they, we're done in those positions I think defensively there's rumours of rumours of this Tino Livramente which I think sounds an amazingly exciting Chelsea signing player, yeah. yeah he sounds very he sounds like almost a, a bigger prospect than Lamptey and coming in now where he would then probably take over from Lamptey longer term when Lamptey leaves because he will inevitably if he stays fit leave mm. or he'll be injured and he'll get chances then sounds an amazing prospect and uh, it's interesting we picked up two Chelsea youth team players potentially both in the same position but mm. both to be fair behind a player who is pretty close to being England's number one so you can understand why, why Chelsea wouldn't have promoted them immediately because Rhys James is an exceptional player as well who happened to score his one, one goal for Chelsea in the against the Amex last year. Well, you've mentioned Rhys James there, who's ahead of those guys for the England team for the men's game. His sister has just commanded the biggest fee in the women's game, 200000 Lauren James, his youngest From sister. From to Chelsea, isn't it? Manu like to Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's obscene at the women's game. The, the record transfer between English clubs is, is 200000 and it's £80 million in English with Maguire, I think, isn't it? With um, in the men's game, yeah. So it's my ma- my my maths line. bit piss is four hundred times worse, four hundred times lower than it is in the men's game, which is obscene. I mean, you'd have thought that, given the investment in the women's game for the likes of Man City and Chelsea mm. and Arsenal as well, that there would be a higher transfer fee in terms of like transfers between English clubs. But it's surprising. Mm. But it's good to see finally some sort of like some transfers. And Albion obviously have done their own first paying mm. paying for a player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Danielle Carter. First time we paid a fee for a player. She's um, 
sounding like a pretty good. Prospect. I say when I say fee, we mean money rather than rather than fee. Yes, yeah, we haven't, haven't paid for fee or your your engaged beloved to play for the Albion. Although you uh, can maybe if you if you got the talent fee. Have you got the talent fee? I haven't. You don't need that for football. Football's a football nation. Um, yeah. Duke though might be up for it. He's like, uh, he does love his ball. He just, got, <laughs> just not the ones that he runs around after. More the ones that he uh, so molests. Yeah. Daniel Carter, good signing. Who knows? I, I, of course, I don't know much, but she has had a lot of trophies in her time at Arsenal and Chelsea. I think. Mm. Um, so yeah, sounds like a really good signing. So hopefully, it's, it's you know I really like the fact that you know that Tony Bloom is investing in the women's mm. team as well, and we've got. Arguably the best coach in the whole of the league, but probably been Hope Powell. I think uh, you know. In a and we've got game. a tournament coming up, which will feature the the Amex very soon, isn't it? Yeah. Tickets on sale at the moment. Which well, I think we've also got one or two players in the, in the the women's uh, Olympics. Like there's one or two players, Albion players in the women's Olympics, as are the men's as well, which we'll come on to later. So mm. it's encouraging. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, brilliant stuff. But returning to to to, to men's rumours. So, Tillerman yeah. sounds a very exciting. I, I, if we can get him, which seems to be that we're the ones mentioned with him now, connected with him now, and Chelsea seem to be losing a few youth players. Just to slow that down as well, in case anyone doesn't hear. Tino Liveramonte. Liveramonte, because Peter Liveramento, does speak very quickly. Or Liveramento, one of them. Liveramento, I think, I think it yeah. is, yeah. yeah. But he, um, he sounds, there's a few who are linked with, one thing with Leeds, and one in Brentford, and yeah. one in Palace. There's a, there's a few who, and you can understand, given. They loaned out for years, and some end up being 25 and still being loaned out. Why mm. they would decide to leave? So, I think he'd be very. Even though he's behind Lamptey initially, would come do very well to come to us because I think Lamptey will either have a lot of injuries or be gone in a year or two. Because mm. if he carries on Probably the way both. he played, well, he carries on the way he played for a year and a half, a half a year for us and doesn't get injured, he will be gone next summer probably because, mm. frankly, he is ridiculously good yeah. and if he gets injured he'll have plenty of chances anyway so I think in a way it's a no-brainer and he knows he'll get the chance under Graham Potter yeah absolutely and I think it was probably off air that we were talking about this but saying that a load of friends of mine who are in London they're not Albion fans various major club affiliations we're all talking about how much they know and love Lamptey yeah. he's already on the, oh, he's, on the he's a, scene he's such a good player to watch I've obviously never, none of us have ever, or barely, I think anyone's watched him live barely, except in the Southampton game. Yeah, gone to I, haven't, that. I haven't seen him live. I think, Sheffield United game, I think he was injured by it, wasn't he? So I think it's only Southampton mm. game, those 3,000 yeah. or so, or 2,000 who yeah. went to that would have watched him live. And watching on TV, though, you, you're one of those players who is so unpredictable. That Newcastle game, he absolutely destroyed Sam Maximum, who is in himself a very unpredictable player. Mm. And within 20 minutes, he was hobbling off because he, you know, yeah. Lamptey had shrugged him off and that sort of thing. This he won a penalty, he yeah. Shades of England, isn't it? With Trippier being in that in that five for the final. Yeah. I think Southgate got it right with the starting eleven, because Trippier and basically having a five with the two wide guys, we were pressing back yeah. Emerson and what's his face. So we were taking it on the front foot, and I think with players like Lamptey, Lorenzo, you do the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I, I, th- I think I'm really excited. One of the probably the most exciting I know watching Albion this season is watching Lamptey live. He is oh. such an exciting looking player, and it was like even on his debut at Leicester, which is like two games after lockdown, he 
looked. I, mean, I think I remember being outpacing Vardy and yeah. turning him and getting a foul off Vardy and just like walking off. And, and it seems it's like his a first game. Nice guy as well. Yeah, he just seems like he's loving it out there. You know, yeah. you, you can see why he left Chelsea for first team play games because he looks like he desperately just wants to play. And I, I'm in awe. I have to say, I'm I'm turning fifty in a month, and I've got to say, I'm in awe of young people who have that aspirational but also nonchalance. Yeah. About them. You look at, uh, what's the name? But also, uh, who's, I think... who's the tennis player playing for Britain? Ro- uh, she's got a Romanian. Oh, Radu. Radu Kai. Radu yeah. And do you see her when she was in the early rounds? She was drinking in yeah. the atmosphere. You saw the way she walked around. That wasn't arrogance Radu-Kanu, or anything like that. Radu that's it. It wasn't arrogance. It was, she was just enjoying herself. And that, yeah, yeah, it was a visceral experience. She was really enjoying that. And that's what you want. And you, have, and you have to ju- to back players. Like Lamptey actually could be fair because there's a lot of players who just stay at Chelsea in situation until like 25 when they get loaned out, loaned out. They get yeah, loads of money and they get like lots of money because Chelsea want to make sure they protect their investments. You got and they don't get any sort of fifteen years. And he went at like 18, 19. I want to play for someone else. Yeah. And I want to play. And this is where Dan Ashworth comes in because Dan Ashworth has obviously been through England process that sort of thing, and he can say sell this. And I think the more Lampteys come in, the more we'll we'll sign them as well. Hmm. Yeah, we might start Livermonte if he comes. Livermento, if he comes in, he'll be based on Lamptey because he'll be able to see what happened with Lamptey, and the next one will be based on him, and the next one, and it's it, it's just such an attractive position to be in because we've gone from being like the oldest squad in the league pretty much to the youngest almost, hmm. and it's. I mean, I, I I was always slightly worried about Graham Potter, and, and it was mainly because I was worried about the fact that we hadn't got a striker to play his way and whether we stay up, but. You can't. I don't think anyone can argue that he's brought through our average squad age has been dropped immensely. And it will drop even more this summer because the more experienced players are gone, mm. and we're going to bring in some more younger players, I think, as well. Mm. So yeah, um, I, I would be very excited if he. From what I've heard, if he signed Livermento, I'd be very excited. He sounds an amazing prospect, and I really hope he signs. Chicharella yeah. again, I think sounds a really ideal option to alternate with Solly. Those two guys got the Japanese guy, yeah. Toma, and then we've already got uh, two. Wepu sounds like a really on. exciting player, so Sacre Rento as well. Interesting one. So, Nat Phillips, what's your view on the possible rumour of that? Yeah, I mean, it seems to be quite a strong rumour. So, yeah. what would you think if we signed him and didn't necessarily bring in, immediately bring in like Ostergaard or Van Heck or something? I think the, the impression's been quite. The impression's been quite checkered, hasn't it, about yeah. his uh, Liverpool fans are obviously they've got a high watermark in terms of what they expect for somebody who could actually make it. They're they're not arseholes about it. Yeah. They're they're looking at it, they're judging it well. And obviously their watermark is a lot higher than ours. Of course, yeah. And on that basis, I think he's on the border for them, which means he's a genuine prospect for yeah. us. I wouldn't mind him coming in. I do think we could do with another centre-back based on Mike going and the fact we'd like to play three centre-backs, as you said. On that basis, yeah, I would like to see him come in. I think if, if he's a good lad, if he's got a good attitude... It sounds like he has. I think it sounds yeah. like he's yeah, yeah a pretty good black character around. Why not? Around. Why not? I, and to be honest, the 15 minutes, we've still got a lot of the white money left and a lot of probably... Uh, other. Money. I think we probably will spend a bit anyway this summer... And I, th- yeah. I think he, he's almost like, I think we've been lacking a Duffy for a while. And he's a bit more of a Duffy than our, Duffy. our players. <laughs> well, he's, 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 he's Duffy, but he's also one who can play in the Potter mould. I think his passing's better from the sound of it. I think he's better mm. on a ball. So I do think, you can set a number of, I mean, there's a lot of big talk about how we didn't get a second goal last year. And we didn't. 
a lot of the time. But we also didn't defend our leads very well or defend set pieces very well. And a player yeah. like Nat That's Phillips true. coming in when we're alongside Duncan Webster when we're playing, I don't know, one of the bigger teams who are coming up or one of the bigger teams. And he's teams. probably feeling Burnley, less pressure. When we're playing it? Burnley, for example, yeah. a player like him coming to the back three when you know, we, we're playing Burnley... I actually don't think it's a bad idea because Velcro's not massive. I agree. And and there's less pressure on them, isn't it? Yeah. Playing for us and versus them. And he played 20 odd players for Liverpool who came, in yeah. the end, for all the fuss he around them, Champions League. they came third last year in Premier League. Mm. For all the fact that they were, you know, there was a lot of you know comments about how they're going to drop out of Europe and that sort of thing. Yeah, honestly. They came third in the end. Not my words, I think that team would have retained the title if it wasn't for the horrendous injury crisis they suffered. Yes, and although I think they would have won in the first place if it wasn't for City's like horrendous interest. Yes, uh, yeah, that's true. So it's, that's true. Yeah. it's, it's an interest, yeah. It would generally be interesting to see but, City Liverpool with no injuries compete over a season. That would be an interesting kind of yeah. comparison. It's an interesting one. I mean, looking at, looking at um, the summary in general, so Ryan's got it, confirmed to associate that. Bernardo's confirmed he's gone back where he was. Proper's gone back to Holland. <laughs> sounds a bit, he's gone back. That sounds a bit dodgy, isn't it? Sorry. He's gone back to Salzburg. Salzburg, yeah. Uh, Proper's gone back to Holland. Jahanbach has gone back to Holland. That's now confirmed. Yeah, well, I, I was I was messaging the uh, one of the WhatsApp groups the other day with the saying about Jahanbach confirmed to Feyenoord and Fee said he looks like another language. Doesn't actually look like English. <laughs> true, true. But they have gone. So Ryan, Bernardo, Proper, Jahanbach and of course Izquierdo yeah. have all gone this summer on permanent deals. We now wonder what's going to happen to Lacardia. We all know what we want to happen to Lacardia. Him to leave somewhere. Duffy, you've, Duffy you've kind of mentioned indirectly. Um, you've got Wharton, obviously, we, we talked about possibility. Tao, he might leave on a permanent... I think Tao or... probably depends more on pre-season and how he... Yeah. And how... Who we sung in as well, possibly. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we'll sign him until we sign someone in that position. Con- Conley's the same isn't he he's coming from a different yeah. position but he's in the same boat I, I wonder what happens with Conley it's like, I, I, I how, would you, how would you feel if you were told that after two seasons of regular football in the Premier League you were told you would go and loan to a championship side you know how would you take that well I would I would tell somebody that if that's what they needed to know but yeah how would you feel if you were told that though if you were told that you might react badly I've got the yeah. impression he might have a bit of a bad attitude I don't know I hope not but if he does, I'm hoping he would take it in good grace. And if, if it is another loan for one more year, I would go for it if I was him. I would definitely go for it if I was the Albion. Will he do that or will he move on a pen? Would you I keep both know. or one or either of Town of um, of Connolly and Tony Dakiri, I was going to say, more, more directly? I, I would, if, if um, Town and Connolly went on loan, I would keep Sakiri. Yeah. Right, and I Donny. Think, I think he's got potential. Well, yeah, that's that's the paradox, isn't it? Because yeah. if Andoni is fit, able, if Andoni is solved and his injuries, are solved, and we have Welbeck and here and Malpe and him, and maybe a new striker, loan, they right? can both yeah. go on loan to yeah. championship. Yeah, which yeah. will be an interesting so the, one. So there is that. Um, Malumbi. I think a lot of those things will be t- tied later in championship window. Probably Malumbi is an interesting one, isn't it? What happens with him? Yeah, I mean, he did one at Millwall <laughs> that year, didn't he? The following year, it didn't go so well. I think did he have an injury? I think he might. Have so he was with us, and he didn't really play, and then he went to Preston. It was like didn't really work out. Yeah. So yeah, because Millwall I mean, he did well. I, I'd be tempted. To, I don't think we'll get another team this year, so I would loan him out. I would for yeah, a year. I would and hope he does one championship. Now either he does well and he gets into the squad next year if Basuma 
goes and other things happen, or you're in a bit, you can sell him for more money when he's had a good season championship, probably. Yeah, absolutely. In my view. Completely agree. And um, the only other thing to mention for me is David Proper. He's made a statement this week online. It's been published by the Albion website. So Dutch midfielder says, sends goodbye message after departing. I'll try and read this comprehensively. Really? Uh, yes, I'm, I focus, I'm, tr- I'm struggling to focus here. Are there two go. words for every one word? <laughs> Something like that. Oi, oi, Stephen's army fielder. He plays with Davey proper. They never oi, give the ball away. Oi, oi, he never gives the ball. He definitely doesn't know this song. One, two, three, four. Oi, oi. Stephen's army field. Anyway, anyway. We should perform this downstairs later on in the acoustic yeah, version. Yeah, the open mic thing. I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not sure, I have to say. We could and do it with, like, um, <laughs> Up All Night for Shane Duffy and uh, our version of Three Lions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyway, no, what, what he said is... <laughs> what he said is, I want to start off by saying thank you to all of the people at the club who helped me and, the, uh, who helped me and to the fans who showed their support for me throughout the four years in Brighton. He goes on to say, I had a great time with the club. I am very happy to have played over 100 games and I look back to a lot of performances that we put in and I believe that we showed great progression in the pre- as a Premier League team. Note he says we. Anyway, carrying on. It says, it was tough coming from Holland to England because it is such a big, cha- uh, big change. The physicality, so many players have said the same thing, haven't they? The physicality is as much a higher level. The way the game is played here is completely different in terms of intensity, which is the other major point here. And there was a period of adaptation, but we did well from the off and have always proved that we deserve to be at the top level. He goes on to say, I'm very happy to have played 106 times in the Premier League when you're in this in this moment you don't realise the landmarks that you pass you always look forward knowing that you have time to reflect on later but now I've had the summer to look back and I'm very proud I feel I've always had a good relationship with the Brighton fans the last 18 months I've been really tough with COVID-19 but I always feel that the supporters positively supported me and tried to do the best for the team. It makes me smile to think of the emotions that we went through together, the times when the games were uh, ticking down and we needed points, etc, etc. He goes on, he goes on. He's enjoyed his time with us. Yeah. He goes I, with our good wishes. He is one of my... So I've, I was going to ask him, he's probably arguably my favourite player in Premier League era because he was so classy. I don't think I'd ever dreamed when we, were, when we were playing like a Gillingham and we were playing at with Dean the first times and dropping back down the league because we were like Gillingham uh, with Dean, sorry. I don't think I dreamed of a player like David Proper playing for us. He is, the stats don't do him justice. And I know that all the anti, there are actually quite a lot of like kind of anti David Proper for the people on Twitter and on Facebook and on, on North Stand Chat really, saying like idiots. giving his stats about like assists and goals and that sort of thing. And it's like, no, he is. He has been one of, arguably, if not the best player, I think, in the Premier League. He is, he is a, such a classy player. Yeah, the what, idea, the idea that any player like him... They're talking about the one on the WhatsApp groups about the um, outside of the foot. Yeah, I was about that. Cross to Grosch. Yeah, I talked about that. Beautiful. That was you, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
right, yeah, all right, at Man U, right. yeah, that was There's glorious. There's no need to brag, Peter. He, he, his stats actually <laughs> assists and goals, may not be out, but I reckon if you look at his stats in terms of second assist, if they, uh, I think I hockey that exists, but it would doesn't exist. No, goal, but I love if his ball, assist. His, if his pass is with your pre-assist, it's second assist. Yeah, but he's I mean. the one who gets things. As in that goal against United, when we we got we saved up. Yeah. He started that. He was the one who like played the ball to Izquierdo, who then crossed for Grosh. And Robin's talking about the double takedown. Was that against who was that against? Against Wolves, I think. Yeah, all good, all Cheers. good. Brilliant. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, he is he has been one of our classiest players in the League, and I he so enjoy watching him play. The last year, obviously, it's been quite tough. He's been ill a bit. He's been like unfit a bit, not injured a bit. It's not quite worked out. But before that, for three years, he was one of the key parts of that team and I've loved watching him. He is such a classy player and I... Yeah. Thanks, David Proper. You have been a fantastic player for us. Here's to you, David Proper. You never give the ball away. You never give the ball away. It's not quite true, but, you know, it's fair. I like the the idea. Of course it's not true. None of these fables... Can you imagine if he was true? He literally never gave the ball away. (laughs) But he's been fantastic and he... In a way, it's, it's ironic that we never played him in a position that actually Holland did and he played really well for. Yeah. The attacking position rather than the if it, uh, more de- more deep-lying player with Stevens initially and then with mm. other things. Yeah. He, he has been yeah, brilliant for us and I yeah, Fair love him for it. Completely agree. So, yes, here's to you, David Proper. Um, Brighton loves you more than you could know. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, I, I do like a bit of David, David Proper. Anyway... Any more to discuss? I'm, I'm no, it's surprisingly limited rumours about like yeah, attacking players. The rumours are all defensive. They're not attacking players. We need to sign an attacking player. If you're listening to this, Paul Barber or uh, <laughs> Paul Winstanley or, uh, you know, I don't know. David Weir. David Weir, Graham Potter with your new beard. Any of you, you that's sign Tony, a fucking striker, seriously. Tony Bloom, it's, all the, it's all the kind of like, the, it's all the kind of back machination back and forth. We need a striker this summer, and we need we need, we need probably a more attacking winger as well, like to compete with Prostad and push him. And Gonzalez aside, but obviously we got quite close. We've not heard anything about this. We need to get attackers. I'm I'm happy with what we signed so far. Wepu sounds like a really good signing. Um, Sherpin has a really good prospect to compete with with. Well, probably to like back up um, Sanchez. Yeah. Sac- Sacramento is it or Sacri- Sacramento? What name is? Sarmiento. Sounds, mm. sounds, yeah, not Sacramento, that's a place, isn't it? Sounds an interesting prospect. Sacre So, But we need to sign some, and I'm, I'm defensive of sign, plan exciting, but we need to sign two attacking players, mm. yeah. and we need to get them, uh, yeah. Chicken oh, the food's coming. Brilliant, so. lovely, thank you. Um, so, yeah. Hello, we, how are you doing? All right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... We need to get them in, you know, hopefully, well, if it's by the end of August, it's okay, but ideally before the season starts, mm. bring those players in. Also, a shout-out to Alexis McAllister and yeah, Tudor Baluta, who are at the Olympics at the moment. Yeah. And also, there's, I think it's one or two Brighton women's players as well, which I can't remember the names of, but there's a few female women players as well. So, hopefully, good luck at the Olympics. I will be more interested in watching you win, Alexis McAllister and uh, Tudor Blues, and I will be England British team winning. Good luck to them all. Um, we, yeah. we talked about Alexis Richard. has scored a few goals in Warpath as well. Very yeah, good goals. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He scored a scorcher in one of the friendlies. Yeah. Um, he's, as I expected last week, he's my, my player who I think will become a regular this season. Oh, I think so. I, I bloody love... I mean, he was a regular for quite a good chunk of last season, but I think he'll be a proper regular this I've season. I've said it over and over again. I'm going to reiterate it again now. Alexis, Alexis McAllister is a star of the future. He's like Argentinian, ironically. 
Absolutely lovely. It's Sweet. brilliant. Peter's getting his food served. Lovely, lovely. Um, so we are pretty much done now, aren't we? We're pretty much done. All I wanted to say was just on, on the matter of the England's situation from a week or two ago, we've, we've ranted about Pretty Patel. We're not going to go on about that. I do think, though, with all the unsavoury occurrences in and around Wembley and elsewhere, we've, we've screwed up our chances at the 2030 World Cup. Um, the one thing that we had a stronghold in in bidding for World, World Cups and other events is putting on a good tournament. We have shown quite comprehensively that we're incapable of yeah. dealing with crowds of dickheads. So do you think that the, um, the dickheads should be actually sentenced by being in the stocks and having eggs thrown at them? Oh, I'd be throwing eggs at them incessantly. I know it's a waste of eggs, but <laughs> let, let's go with anything. Rotten veg, whatever. Yeah. Absolute scum. Dogs, I, I despise them. It makes me embarrassed to be English. Yeah, it does. It's like kind of, and it's it's so. I almost don't. I almost don't mind that we didn't win because of that bunch of fucking. Yeah, idiots. it's it's really sad because it's mm. like the idiots, the morons. And if you're listening, if you're a moron who did like miss like broke trying to break into the stadium, was racially abused someone online, you're a moron. I really like Jurgen Klopp's thing today about like if you are a moron like that, you're a person like that. You deserve to walk alone because we're not with you at all. Yes, like, kind of, good shout. And really Harry Kane good. said, didn't he? He said, if you're if you are abusing people, you're not welcome. Yeah, go away. And exactly, and it's like these these players. So the three players who we talked a lot last week, who missed penalties, have done far more for this country than these scumbags ever will ever consider. Ever ever do. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Yeah. The first two players to score were white. The next three were all black. They all missed, and that's just by chance nothing more than no, that yeah. and yet that's that's a narrative that will be dictated by racists to well service their own audience. yeah people going like Marcus Rashford you know go home he's like well you was born in Manchester yeah go home or go back to Manchester yeah well he's going to that's he's, what yeah, well, he might go on holiday in the meantime but <laughs> I mean the ignorance and the stupidity of these morons is just and it and the real sad thing is that I literally have been to football for like watched football for 30 years and I don't generally don't experience this stuff generally, yeah. but but the reputation of football fans gets damaged by this shit. Oh, it's, it's been indelibly it's like, damaged. We're not going to get connected. We're not going to get as football World fans. Cup. We're connected by this stuff. Yeah, and it's really sad. Yeah, and it like, we're, makes we're me. We're not going to get that World Cup now. Hundred percent. Absolutely. The one thing we we can mark that doesn't even bother me. That doesn't bother me. We're not going to be able. It doesn't to do bother that. me in a way that way. It's more the fact that people. Who don't watch football then think, oh, if football fans are like, you know, mm. misbehaving again, being racist again, that sort of thing. It's like, no, they're not. We're not like that. It's like, we're just normal people who like watching football. Yeah. But because dickheads who aren't even fans, they're not fans. I mean, the people who broke into yeah. Wembley, the people who racially abused Rashford, Saka, turned up at Wembley without tickets. Yeah. Who are they? We don't, fans. we don't know who they they're are. They're not football fans, they're dickheads. Yeah. And... I hope they throw a book at them. If they can, if they find them, I genuinely hope they, you know, the, the youth coach or whatever who was basically kind of like said he hadn't didn't do it and then like admitted it after a while. Oh, yeah, it's like, Portsmouth bloody youth team. Have you heard about yeah, that? Yeah, like, anyone who people, did it. Someone did a screen grab, I yeah. think, of the WhatsApp group, didn't they? Clearly, yeah. Something and I, like I hope all of them get the book thrown at them and they end up in prison because whether it's for like you know a month or 20 years or whatever it is but they get some sort of prison time yeah. and frankly I hope they end up in a wing where you know there are gangs and they don't necessarily end up in the gang they want to be oh you're <laughs> evil man you're evil look at his face like, when he said that oh, they're he's such an evil man. they need to like kind of like back away from what they're doing it's... no I agree with you and for me 
I've, I, I, I just, it's, I'm, I despise anybody who's yeah. racist for the sake of it. It doesn't make any sense. I just sense. find it really weird that players, the fans who support teams with black players are then racist. Yeah. But they, dis, they then disassociate it with their You're own team. Right. It's okay for you to play for my team, but the one, you know, the, other, the, player, the mm. black players who play the other teams are racially abused. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's it doesn't like, work. And every, right. every Premier League team, exactly. most lower league teams, have a black or ethnic minority player playing for them, mm. and yet. They kind of their yeah. fa- some their group of their fans think it's okay to racially abuse. Exactly, and I'm, I'm sure I, there are Brighton fans as well. I was yeah. willing. It's only down to circumstance how it pans out. I was willing the black uh, one of the black players to be the hero of this tournament to ram it in their faces right. because the fact of the matter is, if you're Eng- if you if you're doing well, you're English. If you're not doing well, you're black. If you're a black guy, yeah. it's not good enough. It's no, not, it's not acceptable, not. and it repulses me. Anyone who's racist listens to this. Please do feel Please free to fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah, because <laughs> we're not interested in you. You're not decent human beings, and you probably won't like our views either. So it's exactly. Fine. So good riddance. But for those of normal people who aren't racist, whatever your views are, if you're normal, if you're rational-minded, you'll understand that we, we we just want the best for the country, and we want people to be treated decently. equally, equally and decently. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm hoping going forwards that the black players will be a prominent part of a World Cup winning campaign. On that note, in 18 months. Looking forward to Burnley away. Yes, they've signed a black player though. Burnley have also signed Wayne, Wayne Hennessy, Hennessy yeah. from Palace. Well-known, well, uh, sensible, like non-Nazi saluting guy. Yes, you know. exactly. Pure coincidence. <laughs> Andros Ch- Townsend has gone to Everton. It's a really good signing for him. He'll be a loss to Palace. I think they're, they're fans dismissing it as a, it doesn't mm. really matter, but mm. he'll be a loss to them. Palace have signed a load of people I've not heard of, including some couple of Chelsea lads. But I don't know. How are they going to do? Who knows? They're signing the best. It's, it's, uh, it's really interesting. There's a few people in all stand Chat with Palace fans who are mm. giving it large because they're the best in the championship. And then also say that Mope is a waste of money. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. Mope was, costs us a fair amount of money for the championship, but also was one of the best players in the championship. So now you're saying these players are guaranteed to be best players and you know, great players for you when you signed from the championship or had been on the championship. It's like, how does that work exactly? It's just, like, just say 8-1. 8-1. 8-1. Yeah. We've beaten you 8-1. Hopefully that'll be the score when we go to Sellhurst. Oh, could you imagine? Melhurst. Could you imagine? Anyway, on that note, I think we've wrapped up. Melbourne Hattrick. Any more comments? Nothing more to say uh, other so, than uh, stand or fall. Uh, the Albion. Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.